Hey, we're in Hebrews chapter 6 today. Good to be with you. We're in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 9. And the Bible says this, But beloved, we are confident of better things concerning you, yes, things that accompany salvation, though we speak in this manner. For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his name, in that you've ministered to the saints and do minister. Uh, you know, he just, in Hebrews chapter 6, verses 1 to 7, just dropped a pretty strong bomb, you know, concerning uh, a warning about where they were drifting and what the ultimate destination was. And after he says that very challenging thing, he gives them a word of encouragement. And I appreciate this because, you know, I just wanted to think about the condition that they were in spiritually, like, obviously, as we've discussed, not a good place to be you know, where you're leaning away from the gospel, you're looking back to, in their case, the Old Testament, really, you know, I mean, this would be put in the framework of apostasy. They're, they were taking steps away from Christ, not just struggling with sin, which we all battle with sin and struggle with sin. No, they were departing from the faith. You know, that was the track, that was the trajectory or the course that they were on. And, you know, just... I want you to think about this. He shares hard things, right? He's faithful to speak the truth and the deep concerns that he has about these people. You know, he loves them enough. He's not just going to enable them to continue in something that was clearly spiritually unhealthy and could have eternal ramifications. He was willing to, um, I'm sure, after a lot of prayer and, you know, bearing this heavy burden for these people, he was willing to, you know, write this epistle that had seven warnings in it, you know, very clearly thought through. He evidently had spent a lot of time thinking about this. And then in addition to that, not only was he willing to speak the truth, but he was also willing to speak it in love and in grace. You know, he was gracious to them. And I love this word of grace that he gives. He says, listen, we're confident of better things concerning you, things that accompany salvation. Um, and then he says, God's not unjust to, you know, forget those things that you've done as you have faithfully, and he looks back over the course of time um, as they'd walked with God to the very clear demonstration of the work of God through their life. There was no doubt that he was talking to a group of people that were fully considered to be part of the family of God. And he just uh, encourages them with the confidence that God had seen those things that they had done and that really affirming that work of God's spirit in their life and the faithfulness of God to complete what it was that he started. So just two things today. The first one is this, you know, there's grace and truth. You know, he, he ministers in a way where there's both of those things. He speaks the truth, but he speaks it in love. He doesn't hold back what needs to be said, some really hard things, but he also does it within the framework of God's grace. You know, this was something that John remarked about Jesus. We beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And, you know, I want to encourage us in these really sensitive um, times that we live in, you know, very volatile times. Volatile is a better word. We need to be careful that we're not just getting caught up in um, all of the stuff that's happening around us in our culture, the political stuff, you know, the opinionate, opinions that 
you know, so many different people have, media, et cetera. Um, but that we're able to, yes, really define what it is that's going on, speak biblical truth into situations, but to also speak it in a way that expresses the grace of God. And then to carry the confidence, right? To carry the confidence that in all things, God is at work, right? That, that's the confidence that he has. It's not in his own ability to change a situation. It's really not in their ability either that he's placing his confidence. He's placing his confidence in God, who is the one who is able to change the heart of a man or a woman. You know, God is the only one who can do that. And we need to make sure that we place our confidence in him. So today, let's just exercise speaking biblical truth, speaking it in God's grace and trusting in the Lord, being confident that he is the one who's able to do the work. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this example that's laid out for us. Help us to be faithful to it today, to follow in the footsteps of our Savior and to live our lives in grace and truth in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day.